So, like, take off to the great white north. Take off. It's a beauty way to go. Take off, you hoser. Hey guys, welcome back to Hosers. This is episode 74. I'm your host, Chris Killingsworth, and joining me as always is my co-host, Thomas Williams. What's going on, Thomas? Nothing much, Chris. How about you? Not much, buddy. <laughs> I tried a different Happy, <laughs> Happy to hear I your voice. I know it's been a while. Um, this is episode 74, the John Carlson episode. Uh, and I think in a lot of ways, Hosers is really like the John Carlson of the hockey podcast landscape. Can I explain why? Just extremely offensive. Yeah, super offensive, but also, you know, we should be a Norris contender or like the best hockey podcast on the universe every year, but something holds us back. You know what? We just have great teammates and there's other people out there that are more deserving, but everyone knows, uh, everyone knows uh, right. who deserves it, truly. Right? Like you're going to give it to Roman Yossi every year. And Roman but Yossi like everybody like the, uh... knows that John Carlson should win, <laughs> right? Yeah, you can decide who Roman the Roman Yossi of hockey podcasts are, but no, I'm gonna. Um, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, I don't know. A one. Don't say wonder. something you regret, Thomas. You're a managing <laughs> editor now. You need to be better than this. No, it's uh, I don't know. Whatever, okay. whatever uh, fan-sided podcast is. But they would yeah, never facts. win the award. So. That's assuming, like, that's all, you know what, I'm not even going to go there. Because, <laughs> listen, I, the hockey writer, Chris Killingsworth, am going to take the high ground on this, buddy. So, well, now you know. That's brave of you. Thank you. I am brave. You're in the um, trenches now. <laughs> You're in the trenches. I am. You I'm in it, man. You, you can't... Uh, you can't just go on your tweet sprees, replying to porn stars. You can't do that anymore. People are watching. Nope. Never you did that before, but... You can't... <laughs> stop, you got to stop liking those posts. People are watching yeah. now. You got to start... Listen, like, if Joe if Joe Bowen can be problematic on Twitter, Chris <laughs> Killingsworth can be problematic on Twitter, okay? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Chris Killingsworth uh, is Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> you don't say that next time you post a like a picture of, of you on it i'm gonna just reply like hey sweetie hope you're having a good day <laughs> joe bowen styles reply to my fleet you know, oh how, fuck how no is that for topical <laughs> fleets are so stupid man i um i hate them on instagram uh i definitely hate them on twitter i mean but i i get it though like I, I would be more willing to like to put out a fleet on like a very bad joke okay. because I know it'll be gone. Like Twitter, a tweet is more like okay, some like yeah, it's more secure. If you it's tweet like, it, it lasts is, forever, type thing. Well, if you fleet it, also like you can screenshot it. And go <laughs> but fleets last forever. Fleets last forever. It's not. It's definitely not fleeting. Oh but, my uh, god, you're so oh, I'm like burpy. Okay. <laughs> a little gassy. A little gassy tonight. I made some jerk chicken. Hey. Because Ooh. just to prove that I'm not racist. <laughs> good. 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 Yeah, no, that's actually um the cure to racism is just eat different food. Yep. Yeah. Well, if if that's the case, then I've solved all um <laughs> 
you know, in, inappropriate uh, content or, or conduct to Italian Americans or Canadians. Uh, I had a chicken but, parmesan I, sandwich. So you are Tony D'Angelo. I I mean, <laughs> where where's the gabagool? You know what I you, mean? You, you know what I'm mean. saying, bro? <laughs> okay, great. Um, so a lot of things have happened in the world and the hockey landscape since we last recorded. Our last episode was with John Cullen, uh, which was a oh, great yeah. episode. But then we just weren't like terribly motivated to record another one. Would that be a fair statement? Yeah, like I was moving and stuff and everyone was yeah. doing their own thing. Carter was starting law school and you were you were still switching positions, right? It was a, it was a lot of like behind the scenes hoser stuff, right? Like Yeah, absolutely. A lot of uh and stuff going on. Yeah, a lot of moving parts obviously. I mean, you're probably wondering where Carter is. Carter will be coming on shortly. He uh had to go and do a mission for his dad picking up one of his uh several sisters so we'll get the scoop so, on that because that's no that's no doubt going to be a fucking hilarious story if i know craig lupel the way that i think i know craig lupel <laughs> um but yeah let's do a little life update buddy like obviously you mentioned yeah. it a minute ago you moved uh you started working with my cousin at starbucks maybe we could talk <laughs> about that like what's what's popping in your world um yeah so i moved home with my parents so I didn't have to pay Toronto rent to then eventually put like get enough money to buy a house. Yep. <laughs> and that's pretty Makes much sense. That's pretty much it's su- su- very summed up, but like, it's just, we were thinking of like, we want to, it's going to take like years and years and years with this because losing other income and stuff. Um, yeah, was a little bit hard, but it's it's what everyone has to deal with. But luckily, my parents opened were open to the opportunity and kind of uh, I don't know. We're like hanging out here for a little bit until we're able to save up enough for a down payment somewhere in east side of Toronto, the GTA. But uh, yeah, just somewhere. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have going on. And I moved Starbucks because no one wants to hire me anymore. Um, so I just transferred to a different Starbucks in Whippy and there you go. We just, I discovered literally like two days ago that Chris's cousin is, uh, transferring in my store now. So, which is world. weird. Cause I haven't, I haven't talked to Megs in a little while, but I know her and her girlfriend or fiance now, there you go. Um, we're moving, they were living in Ottawa, so they must be moving back to Durham because my grand, my, um, my grandparents, my aunt and uncle both live, uh, in Durham. Like they live in Oshawa. Um, so I guess she's moving home with Megan. So it's Megan and Megan. She's got a a girlfriend, a fiance now named Megan, but they spell it differently. Right. So shout out to them. Maybe we can get. Maybe we could get Megan, like my cousin Megan, to call in and just talk about how shitty you are at your job. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Because uh, she was a supervisor in Ottawa. Is she going to be like higher on the totem pole than you when she gets back? No, I don't think so. Don't See, know. imagine she was your boss. <laughs> Although like supervisors aren't really like bosses. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's She's like... going to be like... <laughs> She's going to be like, Thomas... What did I tell you about the chocolate oat loaf? Are you fucking stupid? 
Thomas, seriously, we had a creme brulee come back through the window because you didn't put the car, the creme brulee on it properly. Are you stupid? So Jesus Christ! You know what? We're gonna move you over to the Popeyes <laughs> down the street. Okay, because I. <laughs> Is it the one that I think it is? Like where the... Probably. Oh, I know exactly where the Starbucks is. It's the EB Games across the street from the McDonald's. Across the street from the Whippy like Mall. It. The famed Whippy Mall. Whippy Mall. Uh, yeah, where all, dreams all go to die. For is there's a coffee time. And yeah. a... Uh, there used to be a passport office, but I think it's now a service Ontario. So I think that's the only good... <laughs> Thing that's in there um but funny story I love it when i started at starbucks it was mainly because of my older sister rebecca basically got me the job Becky. yeah yeah okay uh and then so <laughs> she made basically got me the job at her starbucks so i worked with her a lot it was basically that it was also like her just being able to yell at me because that was the dynamic that was the dynamic and so I learned from that, and I grew, and I grew as an employee. All you uh, hiring managers out there, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, dude, so I wish you would just come to work with me. I mean, that, but that's far. Yeah, but <laughs> then you could work with me. You could work with Sean Ferruja, my boy, Hot Wheels. Um, you could work with my brother Cameron because <laughs> we all work together. Oh, it's yeah. the best. Speaking of your brother, the connection with Evan too. I forget his last name. Yeah, Evan. Uh, Evan. Um, I was going to say Evan Fitzpatrick. Uh, that's a prospect for the St. Louis Blues goaltending prospect. Evan Shanahan is his name. No right. relation to Brendan. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the relation there? Um, Emily went to high school with them, and then went to like shows. I think. Or no, maybe yeah. high school. I don't know. Went to college, like, probably. Uh, no. It might have just been shows or like mutual friends How, or something. Because when M tagged me in that photo and was like, this you? I was like, oh, yes. It's a skinhead, probably <laughs> 30 or 40 pounds lighter version of CK. She said you and look scary. I do. I look like a crackhead in that photo. It's because I used to be so self-conscious about my gray hair. So I used to shave it all the time. And now I don't care. Gray hair don't care. And But like back then, I was super self-conscious about it. And um, yeah, it's that's a great photo. He got his te front teeth knocked out in the pit. And uh, well... That's the way that goes. It's a contact sport for all you guys and gals getting in the mosh pit, baby. You got to be safe. Yeah. And speaking so, of mosh pits, uh, uh, the, uh, who signed a good Branson? Someone signed good Branson. Ottawa. Did he actually? Oh, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be going to all the Ottawa HC shows. Yeah. But bands like, uh, aren't counterparts from Ottawa? No, they're like from out, like... Camp, nah, yeah, kind of out oh, that way. Oh, oh, oh. Ottawa Hardcore. Well, there was this band that had dudes from Ottawa in it called Scarred Love. And we used to play shows with them all the time. And those guys love to party. Uh, and then one of my, actually, one of my literal favorite hardcore bands of all time is from out there, Outnumbered. Have you heard of them before? No. They're, they slap. 
they're they're incredible. It was members of Outnumbered that were in Scarred Love, but that band was sick. If I can find their demo, I'll send it to you. Shit okay. is heavy. It's so good. Oh, what was the um, fuck? There was a band that was out there that like came to Durham all the time. Oh, uh, uh, it's my buddy Cody's old band. Um, sure. Oh my! I feel so bad. I'm forgetting what they're called. It started with a C, right? Is it like Crusades? No. Nope. That's not it. Uh, fuck, I feel so bad. I was literally <laughs> tweeting back and forth with this guy the other day. I'm going to go E.P. Um, Taylor's. Yeah. The, so the Ottawa hardcore scene and like the Toronto show. <laughs> it was all very like a close scene that way. Mm-hmm. Carter's old band Prison used to play in Ottawa all the time. They were boys with a lot of the band. Uh, their, their album if I'm not mistaken, came out on a label from Ottawa. So Carter oh. Carter and Eric Goodbranson could be in the same mosh pit. I've retired on account of the bad ankle, but... Uh, yeah, I've never really you been know, active. It's okay. That's okay, baby. Um, I'm trying to Sorry, think. I just moved the table. That wasn't a fart, I promise. Oh, sure. Um, what else is going on in your life? Can we talk about Hockey Wilderness? Oh, yeah, I guess we haven't recorded since then. Um, so, yeah, so while I'm unemployed, like, except Starbucks or whatever. Um, Puck objected to that. He said, you're not unemployed. <laughs> I'm not unemployed. It's just a gig economy. I feel like I'm unemployed, but I'm just, like, working multiple part-time jobs. Uh, there so it is, baby. I was, I'm been hired as the managing editor for Hockey Wilderness, SB Nation's Minnesota Wild blog. Yeah, um, so that's exciting. So I'm able to talk about the wild and how uh, much they're gonna suck this season. But um, I mean, they hey, might not suck though. I, I was brought on, and then immediately they got a good draft. So what can I tell? What can I say? They um, had such a good draft. Yeah, so it's so it's gonna be exciting. It's a lot of prospect watching, which is like probably what I do best because I can't. I don't know. It's, you could just instill hope and have like a bunch of arms in different leagues and stuff but uh but you were good for yeah. like when you were writing for wings nation all those years ago like that was kind of your bag back then too right well yeah it was like i was able to just follow a bunch of prospects and have opinions on them and then like write yeah. stuff and clip video but um yeah so now i'm the editor for that and then also i was brought on as a contributor for broad street hockey um their flyer site so I kind of got two teams going on, but mainly wild. Um, so that's exciting. That's something else to do and get paid for. So that's pretty sick. Um, well, you know that the Flyers ties runs deep with me, buddy. Like, let me see if I can line something up with my boy Tyson Forrester. Or, you know, maybe maybe we could get uh, hey, my maybe, friend Morgan Frost. Maybe they'll suck and get Brent Clark, you know. Just get that. Um, uh did I know we talked about this yesterday, but Brant Clark going to play in the Elsvenskin in his draft year is some serious big dick no, energy. Did you see that it got rejected? He's not doing it anymore. Oh no, I didn't. Okay. Sorry, I've Breaking been working. News. I was working today. Okay. Oh, it was so. Some rejected by the Elsvenskin or Hockey Canada. Hockey Canada. So I don't know this. I don't know how interesting this is, but to our listeners, but it's kind of a drama. Alert! Drama alert! 
Um, Drama alert. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Um, so, Brent Clark signed... It was supposed to be a full-season transfer. Usually, it's just a loan, but it was going to be a full-season transfer, and he had to sign right. a contract for that to this Hockey Elsvenskan team, which is the second division in Sweden. Yes, second um, tier, yeah. Yeah. So, and as he was doing that, the Hockey Canada and, like, OHL and the Colts, his te- team that he played for last year and got and drafted him, and Brent Clark is a very... He's probably going to be the top defenseman taken next year. Um, I mean, Owen Power. The, the the draft is it's very gonna, defense heavy yeah, this true. coming season. He's going to be so, top five pick, I think, top ten at least. I think he could potentially go number one, it's, and I don't think that's yeah. weird. I mean, the last defense wise, obviously. For, oh yeah, Darlene. But uh, anyways, yeah. that's a he's lot of very words, good. So, I watched yeah. him lots last year. So he's very he's very good. Like this is significant. So he was going to go over Sweden, and then he was wanting to play for a full year. But then the Colts and Hockey Canada stepped in. It was like, wait, you have to sign a contract for that. But then you already have an existing OHL contract. So you can't right. obviously play, have like feet in both ends kind of thing. Um, so yeah. Yeah, so. the gist of it, I'm I'm just reading it on Twitter here. And like this is a good source, obviously. Ufi Bodin out of uh, Sweden yeah. is talking about, according to league regulations, a team in Hockey Elsvenskan can only bring in a North American player on loan if the player is on an NHL contract. Yeah, that's the whole Which thing. makes sense. But I wonder if he could go and play in Liga or like the Métis League, where that's like the Finnish Tier 2 League. Uh, because Carson Lambos, who's another potential top five pick, um, he's in Finland right now. I'm trying to remember what league he's playing in. It's in one of those leagues. Uh, and yeah, like that's crazy because he's over there playing against men right now rather than playing for the Winnipeg Ice and the WHL. Yeah, he's playing for uh, JYP. I don't know how you say the team. Jip, yip, something like oh, that. Yeah. Uh, he's playing on their U20 team. So, um, so, the, so like their junior. He's basically playing just Finland juniors. But that Finland, might be a thing because, because if, cause if he was going over to basically not play in juniors, but Clark was going to go play in their equivalent of the AHL. Well, and they got uh, that same team got Ty Delandria too, eh? That was like a week ago. Um, But he's he's going to play over there too. So, right. Well, he's also older. So, anyhow, it's crazy though, one way or the other. Sorry, we got to go on a little bit of a Brant Clark tangent there, but uh, it's it's cool. Like all the stuff, I really like seeing kind of just the more players being open to playing in Europe. And I don't know. Obviously, I don't know the conversation behind the scenes, but. I think it was probably Austin Matthews doing a lot of that, like because he went over to Zurich in his draft year because he didn't want to play college and whatever. Um, yeah, and make make some money, but yeah, absolutely. Like it's so now you're seeing more prospects and kind of play more overseas and maybe garnering interest in that league because you could kind of see a lot more people watching that kind of hockey and getting more eyes on it. Um, yeah, like, yeah, like Marco Rossi going to back to play with Zurich and stuff. And well, right now, not so much, not right now, playing, <laughs> but uh, because of quarantine, because they had a couple positive cases, but anyways, um, yeah, but yeah, it might, it's, it's kind of cool. I don't know, it'll be, it'll be cool to see, like, in the future, if you see more 
kids going and I oh my god okay well now I gotta now we're gonna talk about Connor Bedard or whatever um before you talk about Connor Bedard can yeah. we close the loop on hockey wilderness <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah. close it by saying that you brought on like basically a generational talent when it comes on you know comes to prospect evaluation continue uh smitty <laughs> <laughs> not smitty i love smitty but uh, i was thinking no you're i know you're 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 a hockey writer like we said you're not the hockey yes. writers, but you're a hockey <laughs> oh, thank fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, so obviously I just wanted Thomas to boss me around as I want my cousin to boss him around. So I am working for Hockey Wilderness as well, and it's been fun, man. I wrote an article last week about um, this uh, prospect. You may have heard of him, uh, but Probably. maybe you haven't. His name's Jack McBain. He's... Uh, Slotted as number 16 on the uh, top 25 under 25. So check that out. Then I got a couple other pieces going up in about a week. Hell yeah. And Thomas, you're a great editor. Thanks. Thank you for being a good editor, buddy. Do you hear that, employers? Um, I'll write your reference letter. Thanks. There's no bias at all. Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah, Um, it's cool. But, uh. Yeah, I guess you could spend the next like couple minutes talking about Connor Bedard because it's a similar thing with the youth playing in Europe and stuff. Well, he's a kid. Is he forward? I forget. Yeah, Connor Bedard is a forward. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, he's from Vancouver, and he was gonna go. Was it just like temporary, or do you know this? Yeah. So it? Connor. Connor Bedard was given exceptional status, was the first player yes. in the WHL to get it. Um, he got drafted by the Regina Pats, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and yeah, essentially, like this guy is like the next big thing, right? I mean, obviously, Shane Wright is like, was last year's next big thing, given his exceptional status. Um, and basically Bedard is the top prospect basically going to be slotted right now as the number one pick um, in the 2023 draft. So he is currently 15, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's, it's insane. So he's 15 and And, he's playing and he just turned 15 too. He has a July birthday. Um, And he was, he was drafted by Regina. I was, I was right on that. So even before he was able to play in the WHL, he, was on loan at HV71. Oh, fuck. I should have talked about whatever. Um, they're J20 team. They're J20. They're, yeah, they're under 20 team. So basically juniors. So they're CHL. Um, yeah. And yeah, he has, a, he has a point of game right now. And it's just kind of insane doing that at 15 years old. Yeah. It, it's cool to see different paths for prospects, obviously. I mean, the other guy that I think of on the topic of Regina Pats is Brad Lambert. Um, do you know much about Brad Lambert? I think we may have talked about him on the pod before. I can't remember. Oh, no. So Brad (laughs) Lambert is a player who's playing for Yip or, or Jip, whatever you want to call them, uh, in, uh, so basically he's a, he's a Finnish Canadian. So his dad's Ross Lambert, who I believe played in the NHL for a little while. He ended his career in Finland, met a Finnish lady and Brad Lambert 
uh, was born in uh, Lati, Finland. And um, he's basically played all the way through the Finnish system, playing in the like the Pelicans uh, system for the most part. Um, he was playing for, uh, I want to say, he was playing in Saskatoon for a little while as well. Um, but he's yeah, been he over there. His, he plays double A in Saskatoon and then has been, this is Thomas Reed's Elite Prospects. Uh, yeah. Played double A in Saskatoon, played one game though. Right, and then so he, he was, wasn't here he was, for very long, and then and immediately he's over with the Pelican system. Right, so he's been in the Pelican system. Then he was playing for HIFK in the Liga, uh, and then this season he's been playing for Jip, Yep, whatever you want to call him. Um, and this is a similar type of guy who, like, you know, he's he's a Canadian kid who has was basically brought up in the Finnish system. He plays. Like, I think he claims uh, being Finnish when it comes to international yeah. play. He plays and for most... and He played in under 18 in Yeah, Finland. but he, his name's Brad Lambert. Um, it's going to be and funny. Yeah. I believe to be Swedish, you have to have a last name that ends in E-N. Or Swedish, I meant Finnish. Finnish, wow. So it's Lambertinen, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but yeah, it's a similar kind of path, right? And even if you look at the University of Michigan right now, um, it's just on the topic of the Lambert family, his cousin, Jimmy Lambert plays for the like you Mich- you Michigan, uh, Wolverines. And I mean, he's older, he's like 23 or something like that. Um, but the university of Michigan right now is like so good. Did you watch any of the highlights from the games this past week? No. Remember, so, I don't have internet here. Like, very okay. basic. No oh, reason. Jimmy Lambert was born in England? Yeah, bro. It's born in Newcastle. Oh, my God. Now you know. Newcastle, mate. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that's how they... Newcastle's northern England, right? Yeah, Jordan. So it's like more, more Cockney sounding, maybe? No, less. Do you want to hear a Newcastle accent? Not really. No. I think I'll probably be all right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but they have three like legit prospects right now playing for the University of Michigan. So they got Kent Johnson, Matthew Beniers, and then Owen Power, who you talked about earlier. All like those three guys could go in the top ten this upcoming draft. So it's weird because normally you have like a couple guys like maybe playing in a in a in a college system, but to have three like blue chip prospects is is pretty crazy. I mean. Kent Johnson played junior A um, in, I want to say it was the BCHL, either BCHL or AJHL. Yeah, totally. Um, Trail Smoke Eaters. So yeah, BCHL. And then Owen Power was uh, playing in that crazy Chicago Steel system in the USHL. And yeah, it's just, it's cool to see different development paths, obviously. And with, you know, there's still being a lot of uncertainty around the C, uh, CHL getting going again. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like Lindsay's back now, thankfully, in the OJHL. Um, they've been playing some preseason games against, uh, Collingwood and, you know, I, you know, there's a hope in the next couple of weeks that I'll be able to go to a game, obviously masked up and, and all that stuff, but it's still, there still just seems to be like a lot of uncertainty around when the OHL is going to get going. The Q's been going, but lots of stops. And then the WHL is going to be getting going here shortly as well. So yeah, I don't know, man. Different development paths are cool. 
Yeah, it's it's cool, and I, that's the benefit. That's like the one positive you could take out of the pandemic, really. Yeah, it's like oh, it's cool to see players like something different and stuff for the draft. But uh, kind of getting out of the draft. Um, do you want to touch on the jerseys, or do you want to touch on the NHLPA being little bitches? Well, first. I thought you'd ask me about like a life update for me, since it's yeah, always okay. just been about you. But no, I'm just Sorry, joking. I'm not, I'm not used to the two. Usually Carter asks. I don't no, have to, I, I I don't have to work for this podcast. <laughs> What's your life update? There caught. isn't really much of one. I just wanted to tell a quick story today because I'm like kind of a little fucked up about Perfect. it. But um, so my parents, when all this COVID stuff was going on, were talking about selling their house and. Um, I was at my, one of my childhood houses for the last time tonight. And it's so strange. Like, did your parents, your parents moved around a little bit when you were younger, right? Like before they lived in, in Toronto. Yeah. I think I lived in four different houses in Whitby, five is all within the same town too. Right. So like moving different like neighborhoods and yeah. Upsizing, downsizing, whatever. When my parents split up, my dad went back to Etobicoke to live with my grandparents. And so we, like Cameron and I lived with my dad, my Nana, my Papa. And at the time, my Uncle John was still living there as well in this townhouse in Etobicoke, pretty full house. And then once my dad got, you know, stuff a little bit more back on track and whatever, we moved into a condo in Etobicoke. So I was like in Etobicoke every weekend, basically living with my dad. And then my dad moved to Barrie to be closer to Cameron and I when we were living in Angus. And yeah, like Cameron now lives in Etobicoke and I live in the south end of Barrie. And when all the COVID stuff was going on, they were just spending all their time at the cottage. So my dad was like, well, I'm done with this. And yeah, they basically sold their house and they sold their house in like four days. (laughs) Wow. which is crazy. And then, yeah, I was over there tonight picking up uh, a ton of cool stuff. Like my dad uh, was collecting some Maple Leafs memorabilia, like from the time that, you know, he was younger. And uh, so I picked up a uh, Maple Leafs. Uh, it was, it's like a, it's like a Maple Leafs golf tournament print that's signed by uh, Frank Mahovlich, Bobby Bond, uh, Dave Keon, uh, I can't remember who the last person is on the thing. And then I got this huge, it's humongous. I'll take a photo of it. Um, framed photo of the 1967, like Stanley cup winning team with signatures from everybody on the team. And like all the signatures are in like pencil, like it's so fucking cool. And, um, yeah, my dad uh, is a big Sittler fan, um, so there's a bunch of signed Sittler stuff. But anyways, he couldn't bring all of it to the cottage because it doesn't really vibe with the cottage's style. So he's like, I know that you'll use it, so I got all of it, uh, and we'll be hanging that up soon. Um, but yeah, it's just weird, man, like leaving a like going to a house and it being like completely empty. It's just like very strange. Yeah. Man. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's all you're giving me, hey? Yeah. Sorry. 
Sorry, I didn't thought you were continuing or something. Um, no, no, it's all good. But do, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you experienced that as you were getting older, what that's like. But for me, it was super strange. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, the most, the longest I lived in a house was probably, like, five years, I think. So, yeah. a lot of, like, it's not, it's more of, like, moving into, and for me, it was, like, at big stages of, like, my life. I think I lived... First one, like, was until, like, I was two, and then, like, next one was until I was, like, eight or so, and then, like, next one was going into high school, and then, like, after that, as soon as I was in grade 12, then we, then they moved to Toronto and stuff, but, yeah, like, I think it was just, I don't know, like, it still would get a weird feeling of seeing just houses emptied and just, like, oh, this is the last time I'm going to be in this place or something. Or, yeah. Like, for I think sure. it's pretty common. Like, even when we were moving out of the apartment, um, like, a month ago, um, like, we, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think we were just in that place, like, over a year, just yeah. over a year, and it still felt like, okay, and then seeing it empty and stuff, but, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess. It's strange. The only real, like, point of reference I have is, like, when Robin and I moved out of our apartment and, like, moved into the townhouse, like... We left on such bad terms with our psychopathic landlord. <laughs> I think I've told that story on the pod before. Yeah. Uh, but, like, we left on such bad terms all because of, like, a stupid argument the landlord and I got into literally two days before we moved out. Um, and up until then, he was awesome. Like, him and I were good friends. But, like, we lived there for about five years. And then, you know, when we moved out, like, it was kind of sour the way it ended. But, you know, I just think about, like, stupid things. Like, you know, the it's funny. The stairs at that house, like my dad's house, um, the bottom stairs are, like, kind of awkwardly shaped. Like, do you ever go down a flight of stairs and you're like, oh, like, these steps should be, like, longer almost? Yeah, like, too steep or something? Like, yeah, yeah. The they're just, yeah. they're too short. So, like, I remember vividly when I was in, like, grade 9 or 10, I was coming home from a house party, and I was just absolutely polluted. And I walked down the stairs. I miss a step. I completely eat shit. This is, like, one of the first times that I ever hurt my left ankle. And I absolutely fell down the stairs. Like, big thing. My parents, surprisingly, by the grace of God, did not wake up because I was absolutely hammered. And then I remember my ankle swelling up like crazy. So I did what any kid does. I go out to the fridge in the garage and I take two cans of Pepsi and I use hockey tape and I put them around my ankle and then I use the hockey tape to wrap them up to take down the swelling. Uh, and then I woke up the next morning with two Pepsi cans uh, stuck to my ankle. And uh, just a classic move. Isn't that like pretty, pretty smart? But it's, uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 I don't know. You just think of weird shit like, oh my god, I'm never gonna go down these stairs again. I'm never gonna be in my old bedroom again. It's super weird. So I end up leaving, and I I, I leave the house, and I'm like kind of bummed out. So I I'm like, you know what? There's only one thing that's gonna turn my day around, and that's getting a chicken parmesan sandwich from Burger King. Now there are fast food items that I will go out of my way for if it's like a thing that's not around very much. And the chicken parm sandwich from Burger King is one of them. If it's available, I'm going to get it. But otherwise, I'm probably not going to Burger King very often. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you before, but 
we're going through the drive-thru and I go to pay and the girl goes, oh, the car in front of you paid for your meal. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, why? And then I'm thinking like, oh, you know, like they're just like paying it forward, <laughs> like whatever. And I've seen that. I've I've been a part of it. I've I've done it for somebody else at like a Timmy's when the bill's like five bucks. My bill would have been like $17 or maybe not quite that much. It might have been like $12 or something. But then I'm thinking, well, like, fuck, I guess I got to like pass on the good luck. So there's a guy behind me and I pay for his meal. His meal was almost $30. (laughs) (laughs) And my meal was like less than half of that. So I felt a little bit duped. Of course I did. And then it it occurred to me as I was driving back because I was picking up a bunch of stuff from my parents' house, like a couple of lamps and stuff like that. The person must have saw me in the drive-thru that was in front of me and thought, wow, this guy must have just been kicked out of his house or something because he's got all these lamps in his front seat (laughs) and he looks sad, so I guess I'm going to buy him his meal. (laughs) And it occurred to me... They definitely thought that I like got kicked out of my house or something, but uh, it was it was yeah you it was just those, really like, weird. Office, those like office boxes just stacked with like books and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like I made like a shitty comment to somebody at work, and they're like, "That's it, Killingsworth, you're out of here." Um, but uh, but yeah, it was just like really funny. And the whole way I was driving back, I was like, "The boys are not gonna believe that someone paid for my chicken parm sandwich." Oh my god. Yeah. That's so funny. That happened it, at work the other day, and I was on, like, Windows. Yeah, because I guess people do it at Starbucks probably all the time, right? Yeah, and of course with Starbucks, you could either get, like, a $2 coffee, or you could get, like, $40 worth of sandwiches and shit. <laughs> right, um, exactly. It's it's a so dangerous that, game. Yeah, that happened, and then, like, of course the one guy that ended it was this guy. He looks total douche, like, drives up in a all-black Audi in a suit, and then he's like... I was like, oh, yeah, someone paid for your drink in front of you, and you got, like, an Americana or something. He was like, oh, sweet, thanks, and then just took it, and I was like, okay. Yeah, because, like, you got, <laughs> you're supposed to pay for the people, like, you're supposed to keep yeah, it, like, a chain, right? To, but it's like, yeah, like, it literally lasted three cars, and I was like, oh, that was cool, whatever. Um, <laughs> I felt stupid, like, if I didn't do it, I was going to get, like, bad luck for a year. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It is fine, uh, but yeah, it was funny. And the whole, the, you know, he also probably saw my me sulking not only because of the house situation, but because of some of the jerseys that were launched this past week. Uh, how's that for a segue, Thomas Williams? <laughs> That's a pretty damn good segue, I think. Right? Uh, or you could say, uh, you know what? I was at Burger King, but you know what didn't have Burger King? Was the King's <laughs> reverse retro jersey that he Yes. Go with the now we're talking. That's, that's what we're calling a segue, boys. Or I boy. like that. That's yeah. good. So uh, I was. Or let me thinking... think of another one. Let me. Let me. Okay, do one more. Let me get in the zone, the segue zone. Okay. The segue. You know, zone. chicken parm. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> this is going to be bad. Chicken parm. Um, uh, that's what we call. Uh, Chicken parm, more like, uh, more like, uh, the chicken Sucks. harmed my eyes just like the. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we're probably good. <laughs> I think we're probably good. Um, I wanted, I wanted it's to go through the. Never go the, for the second segue. 
Okay, you know Sorry, what? I'm interrupting you. All those compliments I made about you, also to future employers, your segues are dog shit. I had a good, one good one. I'm You've had a couple of good ones over the years, but that one was not good. Okay. Not, not good at all. Um, I wanted to talk about these jerseys, obviously, but I was thinking we could play a little game of... There's a couple variations. I was thinking about it on the way home. So wear it or tear it, <laughs> okay? Oh or pump it or dump it, okay? Okay? Or rock it or this is not it. You, I don't know. We, we're going to work on it. But we're going to go Stop through it. all 31 teams. That's the main segment for today's podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you want to talk about the reverse retros? Like, just there's really general. not much to it. They're just throwback jerseys, made like with kind it's of modern. Just a cash grab. If you read uh, hockeyballers.com, yeah, um, <laughs> every time like I mention anything about the wilderness or like with the Wilds jersey, I'm like, yeah, this is obviously a cash grab. Like, it's just more money to put in the owner's hands. But whatever, <laughs> it's like. Whatever. It's like a, a side of like, yeah, this is obviously like at this time you're just trying to get more money because it's such an easy way. Definitely. So just like a New Jersey and then it's like New Jersey just for one team is usually a good way to get some money. But it's like this is yeah. a whole theme. This is like a planned launch for like all 31 teams. Like, man. Right. Come on. I think it would have generated maybe a bit more buzz if they had done like two or three jerseys a day and we did that for like a two week span. So there's like just a little bit more conversation about them. Um, I also feel like there's a lot of these teams that don't have third jerseys. So, you know, I know that they're eventually going to be wearing them, but some of them, I mean, some of them I think are like knocked it out of the park and some of them. There's just, like, not a, enough risk on them. So, like, obviously you have jerseys, and, like, I mean, this is largely the case for the original six teams, but, like, there's so much history in their in their sweaters and whatever, and that's fine, but, like, some of them, it would have been cool if, like, the modern twist on it was just, like, a little bit more pronounced, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Let's like, just get into uh, it. You want, okay. you want to get into it here, buddy? Alphabetical? Yeah, yeah I'm going to go alphabetical, alphabetical, if that's okay. That's um, fine. That's uh, yeah. how we do it in school. Cause... Yeah, facts. That's <laughs> That works for me, buddy. Also, they were all like labeled based on the year that they were kind of pulling from. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, the first one is the Anaheim Ducks Wild Wing jersey. So this was their uh, jersey that they had in 1995, which was their third season in the league. This was their, their third jersey. And this is the only jersey that features Wild Wing, their mascot. What did you like about this jersey? And would you uh, wear it or tear it, bro? I think it depends. Okay, it's, let's hear it. You either love it or you hate it, I think, with this one. Oh my god, yeah. I'm like rolling around this area. Okay, one sec. <laughs> Can you hear that? Can you hear the chair? Yeah, did you okay. go all the way to Anaheim to talk about it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here I am. Yeah, I got COVID. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. You either love it or hate it. And I'm kind of, 
I kind of want to say I hate it just because it's just I it's just nostalgia for like it's just bringing back exactly what it is. It is for their for their own credit, it is better than the mock-ups where it was orange where they do their like yeah. the traditional like not traditional reverse but like the hypothetical reverse retro where it'd be the modern colors with an old jersey. So right. it'd be like the orange and black, but have that wild wing. I'm like, that would look disgusting, like bat in a bad way. Um, yeah, I kind of yeah, am I, glad that they stuck to like going back to the kind of teal color. I think that nice. Oh shit! I just kicked something over. We're just, um, we're just making noises over here. Yeah, I think. Okay. That the the teal was kind of a nice touch. You think? Yeah, I think so. Anyways, let's move on. So, is it a wear it or a tear it? I think a tear it. For me, it's a wear it. I know a lot okay. of people are like, oh, it's so childish looking. And these are the same people that are like, hockey needs to be like way more fun. Like these people suck. Um, next one <laughs> is the uh, Arizona Coyotes. So this is such a cool jersey. It's got to be one of my faves. Um, so it's a color swap on their 1999 Desert Scene alternate jersey, which was their first third jersey. The purple replaces the green, uh, and it also has the lizard shoulder patch, which is one that they had early on. This, for me, is like an unequiv unequivocally a wear it. Such a cool-looking jersey, so different. Um, I I'm a huge fan. This has got to be in my in my top five for sure. What about for you? It's, it's the worst one. You're so fucking <laughs> stupid. That makes me so mad. Like, can you not like anything? You have to be a I, contrarian I like about literally no, fucking everything. No, no, I, I don't like, you know, in me, <laughs> I like jerseys that are like, you can actually wear. You couldn't wear that. <laughs> what goes with it? What needs to go with it? You could wear black pants, you could wear joggers, you could wear jeans, no, whatever. I mean, I mean, like, I like jerseys that are more in the traditional sense, like more colors, but like less vibrant colors. I can't wait like, to hear what you think the best jersey is because I know we're going to disagree. Okay. I don't understand what... five? Should we just no. like, do a top We'll five? just go through them because I, I think it's been a while. So let's... Okay. Let's go through it. This has got to be one of the top jerseys for me because it's so radically different than everything else, which I think is cool. It's fine. It's whatever. It's, it's honestly, it's, I don't like it, but you could like it. Dude, like people can like whatever they like. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> uh, Boston's jersey for me is like pretty whatever. It's, it's fine. It's the best one. <laughs> Do you like it? I love it. I love it. I love I mean, the bear. I love the the older Boston logo with like I don't know, is it white or yellow in the inside? Uh it's this the, is it's basically the old yeah, it's yellow. It's the yellow remix is what, is what they're calling yellow? it. No, the, it's, it's the, the old logo that's white. It's so good. I I love that logo. I wish they would just keep with it. Yeah, I like that they um, gave. The black I outline. I would have liked it more if, and I know this is like what people hate, but the old Pooh Bear one, like if they put the bear instead of the spoked logo, I think would be kind of cool. No, 
You, I knew you were going to disagree on that. But I I just love it. I and the the lettering's good, the font's good, the nameplates are good. I yeah, this is one of my favorites. I put it so in the top five. I put it in my wear it category too. Okay. Uh, Buffalo's I thought was really cool with like the Sabres logo, still kind of a. They could have. They could have. They had the easiest job out of to all to do the red and teams. black. Just no, well, like yeah. But they do the saber head, but in blue and yellow. Done. Easiest yeah. Thing. Just literally that do the, been cool. that design and then change colors. I, that I'm glad been that so easy. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that they're doing like they're back to the blue and gold. But I think it would have been cooler if they did the red and black color scheme, like the old school one. This is just yeah. a reflection of like the 2000s jersey, which is fine. But um, but what, think, is that a wear I, yeah. or a tear for you? Uh, I think it's okay. It's it's sticks, yeah. It's where it's like. Are we basically doing where is like above half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. One of my favorite of the bunch is the Calgary one, uh, with the horse logo. It's like it's, I yeah, love so that logo. They nailed they nailed the font as well. Yeah, I'm a big it's thing on so name plates. If font looks stupid, then the whole jersey's stupid. It just ruins it. I have a uh, flaming uh, unicorn tattoo on my arm that was inspired by the flaming horse logo. So not ponyta. S- not ponyta. No, I'm that's what po- Pokemon again. I'm more of you, a Rapidash uh, kind of guy myself, but that's neither yeah. here nor there. That's who's on your body pillow, right? <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um, what do you think of uh, Carolina's Hartford Whalers throwback? The the better one is what they did last year. I the, agree with the that. Green, but mostly green. Yeah, the, it's weird that it's like the gray. Yeah. Now, um, that's a wear that for me. Fine. I think that's a wear it for me. So while we're while we're on this topic, how do and I guess it's the is Colorado next? No, we're almost at Colorado. Chicago's next. Whatever. Whatever. I'm talking about it now. Um, uh, we'll talk about it when it's Colorado. Okay, Chicago. So They're Chicago, this this is interesting. And I was listening to uh, the Hockey News podcast on my way home from work. Shout out uh, to Stephen Ellis and Ryan Kennedy, two uh, fellow bros. And Ryan Kennedy's a hardcore guy, secretly. Oh, yeah, you know, he's always tweeting about hardcore stuff. So we're going to get him on the pod at one of these days. Um, But uh, so he was talking about how it was noticeable how the Blackhawks in that kind of sizzle reel thing didn't show the front of their jerseys. And there may be some regret by the Blackhawks and Adidas for putting um, the native imagery on the Blackhawks logo for their reverse retro I don't know if I totally buy that because I think like they've been pretty clear that they're probably not going to be changing their logo. Um, I like the jersey. I think it's cool. I thought that they could have done something totally off the board um, and it, and it would have been cooler than what we got. This to me just looks like the Chicago Steel jersey with a Blackhawks logo on it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what the Steel tweeted out too? Um, yeah. 
Oh, I don't know if they... Yeah. I saw someone talk about it in our Slack channel. I don't remember if, oh. if they had tweeted it out, but that's pretty funny if they did. Man. Um, but yeah, there's a... Yeah, I don't... I don't know how I feel about it. It's It sucks. They could have done like the... Because there was, I think, at least talk or like mock-ups of them implementing the feathers from the headdress and doing something like that or like redoing the logo but with like a black hawk and then have like the feathers or like the the hammer logo they have like they could have done some really cool stuff here and for me it's a tear it just because it's so boring like i don't yeah they could have done something way cooler than this imagine they implemented like the green or like the gold into the uniform like there's just so much more they could have done with it and yes i know it's an original six team and people are going to be pissy but like this was an opportunity to do something cool and i just feel like it was wasted yeah and they could have done something else without the uh logo anyways what who's next columbus no colorado i i can't i don't know what letters go in um, <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> so Colorado was easily, I think everyone loved it. Yeah, it's so good. Stylistically, they kind of nailed what the whole purpose of it is. Nordique yep. jersey, avalanche colors. Um, so what I was going to talk about is that with Carolina and Colorado, I've seen a lot of people um, be kind of sensitive to it because it's like a franchise that stole a team Right. From a place. So Hartford to Carolina and then uh, Quebec City to Colorado. Right. And then using that imagery. I guess. Instead of something like the Wild did where they took colors and ideas and design from a team that existed in the same city from before. Right. But if did Dallas so it's didn't like, it's like own using the... If, I don't if Dallas didn't own the name or like or that's what logo, I mean if yeah. they didn't have the that's what Minnesota would have done yeah right like I, I get what you're trying to say but I don't think that that I really I'm, changes I'm just saying, the outcome I don't have any personal opinion about it but I've seen a lot of people talk about it like that like it's more yeah. like how would you feel about a Hartford fan I saw a lot of Hartford people yeah last year when they released the Whaler stuff they're like, okay, time didn't heal this wound kind of thing. Like, right. It's still like, it's still pretty fresh. Cause you literally took the team just away from us and then you're using our stuff. Right. Like, yeah. I think it's like a celebration of, of what the history looks like. Like I was old enough to have seen the Nordiques play. Um, I just, ugh, this, they just nailed the Jersey so well. Like oh, the yeah. color palette is like literally perfect. The fleur de lis along the bottom is just I think, so I think it's, sick. It's good that they went with the white, I think. It just, yeah, the it, white's cool. I don't it think perfect. it would have been as impactful if it was the if they had leaned into the the like the baby blue or like the the yeah, like yeah. maroon or burgundy, whatever you want to call it. Um so that's a consensus like wear it, obviously. Yeah. Um Mixed feelings about Columbus's jersey. I personally love the old CJB logo. I'm so glad they brought it back for the jersey. But for me, that's like the only thing that I really like about the jersey. I think there's just a lot going on. And I kind of wish they yeah. did the jersey on the navy instead of the red. What do you think? 
they could have done a lot less. I think the navy stripe at the bottom and like the two white. Yeah, it's just weird. They could have made it a lot simpler. It looks like a Capitals jersey. Yeah, honestly, with like the all white sleeves and stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they could have made it a lot just like just bring that logo back and just slap it on a typical hockey jersey design. Like it doesn't need to be anything special. Yep. Um, No, we are completely aligned on that. But I think, yeah, I think just because it's weird, but the colors are fine. Like I'm glad that it's, I think it's fine if it's on the red because they've already had like Navy jerseys. So they're trying something different. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think if I was a blue jackets fan, I would still wear it. What about Dallas's jersey? Obviously, they That's leaned into the terrible. old star-styled logo. <laughs> so bad. They ruined the potential of that jersey. They should have done it black. Make it all black or even just have it white, but actually have it the green like it was, the green on the bottom. Yeah. It's just being all white, and especially that their pants, gloves, helmet are all going <laughs> to be white as well. Yeah. Too much white, bro. It's, it's gonna be fucking terrible. Well, it's we got be, it's two so two L's back to back that could both be practice jerseys with Detroit's sorry excuse for a fucking jersey. Yeah, it just makes no sense. It's it looks like a it does look like a practice jersey, like especially it's with the gray and just like so man. bad. It is so yeah. bad. It's so bad. And and I was talking to some people on Twitter about it for Detroit's jersey. I know that they are like such a storied franchise and whatever, but you could have done something a little different. Um, I know that they don't have like an extensive color palette, obviously, but if they can add silver out of nowhere, surely they could add black. Uh, and I think yeah. if or they just, had done... I saw people say like bring back that like multi-stripe one that says Detroit on it. You yeah, the one, one from like, the... Ni- the yeah, that's... The 92-93 season. Tim Wan and I were talking about that. Um, And they could have done that. And even some of the Winter Classic jerseys they had were better than this. This just is boring as hell. Yeah, it fucking sucks. The Oilers one, I like. I know they're really leaning into the orange the last little while. uh, But I actually really dig this jersey. It's simple. It's clean. The orange with the blue... uh, like I said, it, I like it. Uh, it's it's a wear it for me. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen them do a throwback to... Remember their old, old, yeah. old... The Navy jersey? The teardrop? Yeah, that one. The, like, drop... Oh, my God. That would have been so sick. So sick. The one sick. that was designed... It was designed by... Uh, by John what's McFarlane. What's his name? Yeah. From... Who wrote... The, the Spawn Punisher, guy. Right? Oh, Spawn. No, Spawn. Whatever. Yeah, and see, that jersey yeah. would have been cool, too, and they could have done, like, orange accents or something. But if any if any franchise isn't recognizing their, like, stupid online fan base, it is the Oilers. Because <laughs> it would have been hilarious if out of nowhere they just brought back this, like, used a couple times jersey. Yeah. Like, other teams would, like, did do that, like, with Anaheim and stuff that are more, like, in tune with their fan base. Right, but man. Yeah, the Oilers are just playing it safe no matter what. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Florida's jersey was one of my faves. It's the best. <laughs> it's so good. I think and it's I, so sick. <laughs> I wasn't sure how you and I would, would go on with it, but like this reminds me of their inaugural season. Um, 
the logo is the logo that like I fell in love with as a kid. I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but my mom, love her, she's the best. She ordered me um, a Florida Panthers windsuit when I was a kid that had this logo on it and it was navy right. blue and it had the red and the gold and the white. Uh, and it just brings me back to being a kid and like loving the Panthers. Uh, this is the, in my opinion, best jersey uh, of, of the entire uh, release. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's up there for me. Honestly, that or a couple others. But like, yeah, I think it's just perfect. And the way that it's like, um, and now I don't remember it perfectly, but did they, did the original one have the red shoulders? Was it like that? I believe so. Yeah, they were like red, navy, and gold were their, and white, obviously, were their colors back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think think it's just perfect. I'm a sucker for like the shoulders, kind of traditional hockey sweater looks. But yeah, um, yeah, I think they nailed it. They knocked it out of the park, 100%. Um, The Kings one is cool. It's the older, like black and white logo, but with the purple and gold. Uh, like yeah. I think of Marcel Dion as soon as I look at it. Um, I like it. I think it's really cool. Um, the purple, obviously a lot of teams can't get away with the purple, but like they literally wore this color for so long that, you know, it, it truly is a throwback. And even though they didn't wear that color scheme with this pertur- particular logo, that logo is so iconic, right? Well, yeah, I think I think that's pretty much the whole, like, they must have been one of the first teams that like designed it because they're like, oh, reverse retro, okay, colors and like an old logo or our new logo or like make something a match like a, uh, like a matchup of like two different things to make something new. So it's pretty much exactly what it is. Yeah, uh, they didn't mess around with it. It's I've seen people list it as their favorite or like top ten or whatever, and I've seen people. Not a lot of people hate it. It's okay for me. I wouldn't wear it, but I think it's exactly what this kind of launch aimed towards. Yep, I agree with that for sure. The next one, obviously this is, I mean, you and I are super biased, but uh, I think Minnesota also knocked it out of the park with their North Stars throwback. The green and yellow is so cool. and although I won't be buying the jersey, I will absolutely be buying the hat. Yeah, I think it looks too much like, you know, those like hoodies that were meant to look like hockey sweaters, like you know yeah. that like ones that like people buy or whatever. I think it looks too much like that with like the striping and the color kind of like I don't know. It just. Something about it I don't necessarily jive with, but like, it's good. It's the again, it's kind of like the Kings and the and the Abs one where it's like it's literally the the assignment. Like it's literally the thing that was supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Full it's, full marks for I me. I mean, read hockeywilderness.com. Yeah, read it and that's check what, out. That's what should be written on the set, on the jersey. Hundred percent, and then add in the comments like. Chris and Thomas are so <laughs> handsome. Their writing skill is secondary to their looks. That would be cool. That'd be a cool comment to read. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> so Carter's still not here. Um, let's assume that he's alive. Fingers crossed. Um, the Habs jersey, I want to hear what your thoughts are first. 
I think it's great. I also think I, it's I, great. It's so I think sick. The Habs, the Habs could like they've done so many weird things, especially with their centennial year and shit. Like, yeah, they have so many things to pick from, and yeah, I love that they just went like fuck it, whatever. Like, we're literally just reversing our jersey because it's like such a classic jersey and uh, like iconic jersey that they're like okay whatever just do exactly the opposite yeah um, yeah i i love it i think it's so sick it's so cool and they had a retro version of this jersey like in the late 70s yeah uh, where they yeah. just basically flipped the red to blue uh i think it's so cool i would be genuinely down with them wearing this as a third um nashville's yeah, I'm kinda, I'm, yeah. sorry go ahead buddy well, I was going to say, I'm so sick of, like, teams so sticking with their color palette, too. Yeah, like, mix it up not, a little bit. Not to be with so, like, soccer-heavy on this pod, but literally teams, like, some teams, like, will never wear a color. Like, Liverpool will never wear blue um, right. because it's, like, their biggest rivals, Everton, wear blue. It's, like, red-blue thing. But they, like, wear yellow as their secondary, or they have black, or they have green like a dark forest green and they're like a sort they're literally nicknamed the reds like but they just say fuck it and like literally every team in europe is just like yeah whatever we're like our home will always be the same color but for our secondary and third jersey it's like yeah whatever we don't really care like just yeah do whatever looks good like literally right now liverpool has like a teal jersey that looks like they're swimming yeah and like and that's their second jersey like I love just man, just mix it up. Just do whatever. Like Leafs can be a, have a red jersey. Like it'd be yep. sick. I mean, whatever. probably not a red jersey, but red jersey maroon. Ugh, gross. Uh, speaking of gross, Nashville's jersey sucks. It's their old jersey. I like that they old... did the old logo though too. Yeah, that was fine. It just it just like screams Paul Gostad at me. <laughs> yeah, it just screams. Yeah, shut down centerman. Uh, yeah. It screams Ryan Suter to me. Um, Do you ever think like <laughs> David Poyle actually looks like the National Predators logo? <laughs> uh, nope. Like he has the same that eyes. hasn't crossed that hasn't crossed my mind. <laughs> um, he does. He has the same ears. <laughs> okay, this is like some weird fanfic for you to write, but that sounds good. <laughs> New Jersey had a big W with bringing back the green jerseys. Yeah. Is again. It's the assignment. It's literally exactly what we asked for. Yep. Nailed Everyone it. Everyone loves the Christmas jersey. Perfect. Done. There's not much to talk about there top. just because it's got to be in the top five for me. The green yeah. is so sick. Like, if they bring back the green pants, like, it's just oh, such an unbelievable so, think, win. Oh, man. If they are, that'd be so good. They would be big time. Um, speaking of teams who listen to their fan base... Could the Islanders be more deaf uh, on the, on this particular thing? Like, they, yeah, they just went. You know what? Uh, we forgot to do that. Right. We'll get you next year. Just Did they forget that something. they had like one of the most iconic jerseys of all time with the fishermen? And then releasing it, and then selling like hats, hats. And stuff with the fishermen. Oh my god! Infuriating. <laughs> Be like, buy our shit. And be like, what? You infuriating. Really <laughs> like, Absolutely just, like, infuriating. Do something else. Like, do something crazy. Because do whatever you want. Well, in New York, Rangers, 
they again were very like in touch with what their fan base have looked for and we get another lady liberty jersey out of them um i love this jersey i think it's a little too navy like it would have been great to see the red and the white a little bit more but that I'm, that logo just reminds me of mike richter mike richter ripping up the <laughs> crease you know what like i already said it earlier but i'm a sucker for like different colored shoulders but i yeah. think this could have really done with like if you did red or white shoulders yeah just to, i completely looks, agree it looks very much like so bland it's literally just the smallest smallest stripes on the sleeve and it's all navy and like okay i love the logo obviously it's like historic but it's like man just it's so just there yeah i agree ottawa's jersey is basically just like a third jersey to complement their two new home and away jerseys yeah uh i think it's fine i like the old logo um it's kind of plain to me, but I think that's, like, probably what they were going for. Yeah, and they already, like, won everyone over with going back to that logo anyways. So yeah. they could have literally done whatever. And they did all the work with their yeah. changeover now. And, like, kind of similar to what Calgary did of, like, went back to their retro logo and retro look as full-time. So it's, like, yeah, it's you smart. didn't have a lot to go with. And, yeah, it's easy. Um, it's, fit- but it's still... it's. It's probably the worst of the three. I think so, too. For the Flyers, like, it just, it looks so sick. It looks like Lehigh Valley's uh, old jersey. It it does. I think it's almost like the exact same jersey as Lehigh Valley's, if I'm not mistaken. Um, It's it's a W for me, buddy. Yeah, if we're going with players again, this is Simone Gagne. Like, exactly. Um, Big time. I don't know if I'm a fan of, like, the white on the end. The white if they just the did the black, sleeves. it would have been better, I think, personally. Yeah, but that's such a small thing. I think it's an easy win, and the lettering is good. It reminds it's me so of good. Ray Emery when I look at it. I don't know oh, why. Yeah. That's just, like, the vibe I get. Um, <laughs> yeah, Simone Gagne, that's that's a great thought. Yeah. Jeff Carter, Mike Richards, like, Wayne Simmons to a degree. I don't know if he wore that. This is, like, early 2000s. Though. Yeah, it was before Simmons this got like, there, but just... I don't know. Reminds me of this him because like, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh. Now, see, this jersey would have been cool if they went with like the Robo Penguin logo instead of just the Pittsburgh diagonal. Uh, yeah. That they did here. Like, I really thought that they would lean into like the Robo, like, you know, Mario Lemieux, Yager straka jersey but that's not what happened here but i still love it it's still good and i think they might just be saved they might just save that for later like maybe in a couple years they'll do the robo and stuff and have it bigger because it'll be not so much part of a thing yeah Um, fair enough but yeah i think it's i think it's an easy win it's just like the colors are good you're not gonna lose as long as you don't touch like the golds like not that yellow gold, but like if as long as you don't go back to like to the two thousand and like sixteen cup winning team black like metallic gold, yeah, just never wear that again. Then it's an easy win. I think um, the sharks jersey is cool. I like the gray. Okay, I saw a lot of people hate on it, and yeah, I well, those it. people are dumb. <laughs> That's I, simple. I really like it just because it's like. 
it would be actually something I'd wear. Yeah, it's very it's just... cool. I know they had more like of a grayish, like silver color in their jerseys when they first came into the league. Um, yeah. But obviously with this jersey, it's, you know, the gray being kind of the focal point with the turquoise being like the accent color. Um, I just think it works, man. And I like the logo. Obviously, this is their older logo. Um, yeah. There's not a lot to hate here, man. This is just like Owen Nolan vibes uh, in a big way for oh, me. Oh, baby. Owen oh, Nolan. yeah. Uh, ne- isn't, was Nabokov there? He sure was. Era? I think he this sure is like the first, first Thornton years. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like. Yeah. That's good. He's there. He's nice. Uh, St. Louis, I really like this jersey. Easy win. Yeah, easy they win. did exact. I've I seen think people of, hate it too. I saw people hate on it. I'm like, this is literally, it looks like a retro jersey. They got that old, like, more rounded logo. It doesn't yeah. look so s- stupid. It's not um, so stiff. They got the little trumpets. Yeah. They got yeah. the trumpets on the shoulders. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's you and I are just... St. Louis Blues. 100%, 100%. You and I are just blasting the Country Grammar album front to back, driving <laughs> down the streets of St. Louis. Um, yeah. It's just it's just such a sick jersey. And obviously, they're very mindful of like what their fans want. Like, this is such a cool jersey. They've leaned into like the... Um, remember, they were doing more of like a darker blue for a long time, and now they're back to that St. Louis blue like, like colorway. The blue blues, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this that this is a big W for me in a big way. Uh, Tampa Bay's jersey, uh, there's not a lot to it, but I kind of like it. It's just there's not a lot going on. Yeah, their logo's good. It's yep, good. Again, put that logo on it, whatever. It's gonna be good, and it's it's kind of what. Um, Fuck, what was the team that we were talking about? That they should have just kept it simple. Oh, yep. the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. Yeah, it's pretty much what the Blue Jackets should have done. It's like, here's a very basic hockey jersey logo or a hockey jersey template. Just stick a, the old logo on it and then it's sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, their yeah. old logo is cool too. Like with like Tampa Bay Lightning being written out. Um, more of the black stuff. and Yeah, it's cool. Yep, I agree. Um, I'm curious as to what your thoughts are on the Leafs jersey because I think it's fine, but there's one thing that is a glaring mistake in my so, opinion. So the more I look at it, the more I'm fine with it. Yeah. I think immediately I was like, this is garbage. But then yeah. I realized like how I'm looking at it is that it's on a person and also the logo looks massive, but yeah, the logo looks members. very big on a lot of jerseys. Yeah. Um, so maybe it'll look it'll look totally different on a player and probably like if the jersey's properly sized on someone or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's they had to do something and like what else would they have done? They could have gotten that jersey with like white and then just like literally do the old Sittler jersey. I'm um, just realizing now that it's gray and not white. Yeah, it's gray. Oh wow. Yeah, that's why it kind of looks shit. Yeah, they should have <laughs> used the Sittler leaf, though. Yeah, but that would have just brought back bad memories. 
Yeah, I know, but like literally, that's the throwback jersey. It's like <laughs> the jersey, but it's it's the wrong Maple Leaf. No, I feel like that would be that would be like the Sens going or like, man, I don't know. That'd be like. It's, it's not so like all too. of their so years. Recent. Like it's so I know recent. that that's like a late seventies, eighties Leafs that weren't very good. But, like, Doug Gilmore wore that leaf. Wendell Clark wore that leaf. Come on. Craig, can you hear Craig Blinkhorn but, yelling at his at his uh, <laughs> stereo? But it would be like if the Flames, like, two years from now, were like, oh, we're throwing back to our the black with, like, jersey with the Alberta flag on it. We're like, well, we're right. going to throw back. And you know who likes that jersey, buddy? Curtis going cross. He loves that jersey. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I was thinking of Curtis Glycross, but he loves that jersey. Dennis Wideman. (laughs) Dennis Wideman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh What's the other guy? Uh, He was like one of the only righties on the team at the time. David. Oh, Mm -hmm. fuck. What's his name? David something. Okay, give me a second here. Was this like Lee Stepniak? Lee Stepniak getting traded every trade deadline. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. It's I forget what jersey we were talking about. Oh, the Leafs. Yeah, it's whatever. They could have done anything and they'll sell. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh man, I'm having like a actual fit right now because I can't remember. Uh, David, what is his last name? Uh, okay. While I'm looking this up, every time uh, this is what I just googled. David Calgary Flames player, and it's just David Riddick. That's all that's coming up. <laughs> oh, oh man. Anyways, um, the next one is Vancouver. This is a throwback to their red it's... style jersey, right? Or am I missing the reference? Yeah, it was the red gradient. It was the yeah. It was like Messier. Kind of... I'm thinking of Bertuzzi laying that guy out wearing this jersey because I think that's the jersey he's wearing when he hits Steve Moore, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is um, actually a blast from the past. Uh, but also... Uh, well, you know, still it's, looking it's, at that player. It's a way back of the head playback. Oh my fucking God. Is that a bad... <laughs> that's not a great joke. Um... No, I can't remember the guy's name. I can literally picture his stupid face, and I can't remember his name. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you think of the Golden Knights reverse retro? We didn't even talk about the Canucks yet. Yeah, we did. We just talked about it. Well, I didn't talk about it. I'm saying, I'll just say it's exactly what the thing was supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fine. It's a cool jersey. Do I want to see PD wearing it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's sick. I think it's good. Anyways, nice. Uh, it sucks. It's, it looks... Oh, uh, found sick. it. David Jones. David Jones. Oh, my God. No, he I'm was the only righty on that Calgary oh, team forever. Didn't he have, like, a weird face? He's oh, got yeah. a weird face. That's what I mean. If you think about him. Yeah. I don't know why we're being like critical of his face. He's like got a pretty normal looking face. <laughs> yeah. He just looks like a guy. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm remembering them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now we. Now that we've figured that out, we can continue. Vegas's jersey's a big dub for me. I yeah, it's okay. It's stupid. It looks fucking stupid. I know, but like, really, like, what path? I just hate the gold. Yeah, but they could have done like I don't know what they could have done. They're they've gone it all in on that shit, and I hate it. So it's just personal preference. Uh, do you like Washington's jersey? I love it. It's perfect. Me too. I I think I think they nailed it. They just yep. did exactly. It could have been black, but again modern colors old shit yeah it's fine the logo looks really big though the logo it looks humongous but i'm kind of into it because of the type of logo and it's the older style font too oh yeah like i just think of like adam oates saucing just the nastiest passes wearing that jersey (laughs) peter bondra you know the boys the boys (laughs) what do you (laughs) <laughs> okay last one is the winnipeg's jersey um it's the fucking I, worst <laughs> it is not great so obviously it looks like a blue lives matter uh logo uh <laughs> colorway which is problematic a little bit uh, because coming out with that blue lives matter colorway Get yeah like i know i'm not the first person to say that but like come on that's literally what it looks like <laughs> it's so funny yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. I just, I just, like, what do they do, right? Like, they can't use the old logo because it's Arizona's property. Yeah, they can. Can they? they? For the classic. Yeah, the stadium class, the stadium series. Or oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're they right. They did, like, the, the just their throwbacks. What they should have done is that they, they should have done the jersey they... red. They should have made the jersey red and yeah. do blue and white for the rest of it yeah that's true they could have done like a kitchen jersey too (laughs) leaning into arizona's a thrasher's jersey we're talking about teams like taking like nordiques and whalers stuff they should have done a thrasher's and like look at this yeah wow that would have been so cool i didn't even think of that (laughs) they should have imagine chuck thrasher's yeah why not i know written down like that baby blue, yeah, which they kind baby of already use a baby, baby blue yellow. anyway. It's literally the same template, right? Baby blue on the sleeves. They're That's like, so yeah. true. They should have done that. Wow. I wonder bro. if they did that on purpose. Holy shit! Let yeah, me see. let me look at this. Let me look. Why at this, didn't Thrasher should have done that? Jersey. I wonder or if they, they could have the same. Template. Yeah. They also have the Thrashers. Also had the uh, the Thrashers. Also had um, like you know that one red jersey that just says Thrashers on it. No. The let me see where there's the red jersey with like the weird look. Oh yeah. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. The one that's it's red and then it says Flashers. Uh, Flashers. Uh, That's not what it says. It says Thrashers, (laughs) not Flashers. Looks like it. It looks terrible. No, that's a cool jersey, dude. Um, Lindsay has a jersey that looks kind of similar to that. Like our uh, our turquoise jerseys have like they're like they're kind of a similar design where it just says muskies up top, and it's actually really cool. Okay. 
Yeah, I just think of Toby Enstrom just crushing it wearing one of these. <laughs> Toby Enstrom, oh my god. Or Danny Heatley, or Kovey, or Hosa, or like Lettinen. Like they've had so Zach many. Zach Bogosian going end to end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, they could Chris, have done Chris something Thorburn, way cooler. Chris Thorburn beating up like Carl <laughs> Osner or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what the fans want. Was there was there a Brooks like Chris Thorburn fight? Oh, Chris Thorburn's a mutant. Love that guy. Okay. Um, Jim, oh my god, this is the most Atlanta I think this player is Atlanta Thrashers to the core. Who? Jim Slater. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, remember too, like Evander Kane was was a thrasher. Like Bogosian yeah. was a thrasher. Like they that have was the, their wave of top picks. Yeah, hundred percent. But man, and I mean, I think Jim Jim Slater is. Yeah, <sighs> that guy's an animal. Atlanta 100%. thrasher. What's he up Well, to look now? at that, buddy. We got through all the teams. And just talked about Jim Slater once. Yeah, I know, but we got through everything, and it, it worked out pretty well, I think. Yeah, it's pretty chill, I think. Yeah, don't you we think? We have opinions. We have opinions. People agreed with us. Sometimes. Sometimes they don't. It's the way yeah, that it Jim goes Slater sometimes. Was playing in, Jim Plater was playing in Switzerland just last year. There you go. He had 117 penalty minutes in 48 games. He's throwing bodies. Oh, he's the assistant coach. He's the assistant coach at Michigan State. There you go. That's what he's doing. That's what the Slate Dogs doing. Hey guys, so we had some technical issues towards the end of the podcast, but we were basically done anyways. We went on for a little while. Um, we are going to be back uh, next week. Hopefully, we can find out what happened to Carter. The the mystery continues. Uh, wanted to thank everybody for checking out the episode. Remember that you can listen to Hosers on Apple Podcasts. Google Play, SoundCloud, and all other places where you listen to podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Takeoff Hosers, Instagram at Takeoff Hosers. Uh, check out my work and Thomas's work at hockeywilderness.com. Uh, if you want to read uh, some information, uh, you know, regarding our, our top 25, under 25, uh, I wrote an article like I talked about earlier about Jack McBain, and I've got a couple of other articles going up the next couple of weeks, and I mean, Thomas is writing all the time, so check that out. And uh, again, thanks for listening, guys. We will be back soon. Bye.